welcome to the Great British Mickey Waffle. We are a positive band of British voices united in love of all things Disney. I'm Jill, and joining me tonight are my fellow wafflers. We have Ben. Good evening. Evening. We have Becca. Hi, Becca. Hello. We have Claire. Hello, Claire. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. And we have John. Hi, Jill. Happy October. Indeed. Yes. And uh, next to me is, of course, the delightful Peter. Hey, up. Now, some people say that life begins at 40. Others might say that life begins with a tiny little seed or with just one little spark of inspiration. And that along the way, we can thank the Phoenicians, talk to turtles, soar over a wonky Eiffel Tower, and even go into space. Not to mention strolling around the world with a margarita in hand, learning about different countries, cultures, and foods. And of course, stopping to try on a fez, because fezes are cool. Hopefully you've guessed by now that I'm talking about Epcot, the second park to open at Walt Disney World, which celebrates its 40th birthday today. Happy birthday, Epcot. You're Happy look birthday, Epcot. Looking good for 40. The newest attraction at Epcot is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, and that opened just a few months ago. And before long, we are hoping to welcome more new attractions, such as the Journey of Water inspired by Moana. They love their long titles, don't they? So, so I think celebrate... Journey of... When you say Journey of Water, I just think of toilets. I don't know why. <laughs> it's plumbing. It's just... There's, there's just something. There's just... Yeah. Here's the recycling plant and this is a purifying station. There is, there is something around that. And, and for me, yeah. if you have to explain what, what it is... It's, Maybe it's not quite right. If you have you think, to explain the purpose in the uh, mm, in the title, the journey of water. Yeah, <laughs> it actually sounds like an Avatar's title. So actually, I know what it could be. Well, that is the way of water. What it could be mm. is what, what was it in yes. Frozen Two that Olaf said about water having memory. Oh yes, water yeah. has memory. Uh, has memory and loss there you go, through. Yeah. There you go. I can't remember what it was, but see yeah. that that'd be great if they yeah. put that in. Somehow, but I'm, I'm not sure that. <laughs> it would tie in with Frozen being in in Norway. No. Anyway, it's it's about Moana. It's not going to be. It's not about Olaf. No. What's <laughs> it about? Water. Yeah, it's about water. Who knows? So anyway, let's celebrate all things Epcot. We're going to take you way back in time to 1982. For your safety, please keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Claire's time machine's a bit bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, Jill, you mentioned about fezzes. I'm thinking, is this like an episode of Doctor Who? Yes. Indeed. I, do you know what? I have to say, I was stuck on whether the plural of fez is, a, is fezzes. I got a bit sidetracked by that, I'm afraid, while you were talking, Jill. I was trying to, is it fezzy? Fezzy? I don't know what the plural of fez is. Is it just fez? I think it's fez. Fez. It's like sheep. I think it's like sheep, yeah. Back yeah, this is it. Um, yes, this is thing. It's a grammar thing, and I'm kind of stuck on it, so I'm gonna to have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we all have to be on our best behaviour because there's only one way to walk around World Showcase. Is there the first? Are <laughs> 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 you on the margaritas <laughs> first? Uh, clockwise is the only way. It is the only way. <laughs> <laughs> there is no discussion. 
And we're not even going there. Yeah. Even back in 1982. Even back in 1982, clockwise was the only solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should have a T-shirt saying "I did it counterclockwise," shouldn't they? <laughs> well, we can always I'm make not sure one. that T-shirt. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cottians do it counterclockwise. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This could end up. This could end up anywhere. <laughs> it could. Yeah. Anyway, Becca. Take us back to 1982, would you please? 1982. 1st of October 1982, the experimental prototype Community of Tomorrow, or Epcot Centre, as it was then called, first opened. Now, originally, Walt's idea for this was for it to be a big city with all of the bits and bobs. Can't think of the best way to describe that. Apart from a working city with all, all the, the few, all the communities, all the communities. Yeah. that's the one. With all the technology. Yeah, but meant to be lived in originally. Yeah. I think yeah. the original yeah. concept was it was it was to be what I think what celebration ended up becoming. Yeah. But well, no, it's it, it, what an well, extraordinary maybe. sort yeah. of thought, you yeah. know. Yeah, it had elevated roads. Yeah. yeah, and things like that, bridges to walk around. Sort of be like that. living in the Jetsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, Wonderful. Walt did pass away before Epcot was even really off the ground. And it ended up as Epcot Centre with two distinct parts, Future World, to discuss, to discuss and showcase future technology and World Showcase to showcase different cultures from around the world. I always think of them as the bow tie. What? A bow tie. A bow tie has two separate sides. Actually, I was thinking more of an infinity symbol there. There you go. Is that to go with the fez? That's what the bow tie is. are cool as well. It's all, yeah. it's all going Tommy Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Matt Smith here. Matt Smith's okay. So Epcot opened with 17 attractions. Mm. Um, the majority of which were actually in World Showcase. I feel a bit sorry for Future World. Uh, it seems to have four, five out of those 17. Mm -hmm. so, oh, can we guess what they were? Yes, yeah, yeah, guess what say. they were. Okay, Spaceship, Spaceship Earth. Earth. Spaceship Earth was one. Narrated by Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else was there? Probably Horizons. No, Horizons. No, that was later. Um, listen to the land. Let's listen to the land then. Close. Living with the land was there. Oh, it was living with the land then. Because I thought I was listening to the land first. Uh, well, according to this, according to my um, touring planned website, yeah. <laughs> the, attraction, the, attraction, the yeah. attraction was called "Living with the Land." The song is "Listen to the Land." Yeah. Yeah. Wow, there we are. Actually, yeah. one little seed. And mm -hmm. um, about uh, Figment, was he an was Journey into Imagination an opening so, no. attraction? Journey into Imagination wasn't. No, um, it uh, was I, opened in the nineties, I believe. 
Yeah. Ooh. Well, the motion was there to start with, wasn't it? That was the precursor to what became Test Track in the in the nineties. I'm sure yeah. that was one of the first ones. Was yeah, well, the I, know, I, know, I know there was Communicore, which was basically mm. the, that central hub was Communicore, wasn't it? Yeah. Horizons okay. opened in 1983. Oh, it was an opening day. And the other one but was the Universe of Energy. Universe of Energy, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's prior to, prior to Alan turning up. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Originally, originally sponsored. I, I'm. I'm trying. I think it was. Is it Exxon? Mm. Oh, who uh, yeah. famously had the massive oil spillage and, uh, yes. and then had to change yeah. their entire name. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of rather, rather a bizarre sort of thought of yeah. you know, you're going to save yeah. save the whole world. Sponsored mm. by a massive oil company. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but money at the end of the day, isn't it? I suppose, it, yeah, um, it comes back to bite, yeah. <laughs> and then in World, Showca- in World Showcase, yeah, can you oh. name the World Showcase pavilions? Wow, get out my history book here, yeah. Well, UK, yep, the UK was there. Interestingly, oh, okay. interestingly enough, so was the Rosen Crown, <laughs> really, yeah, oh. according to this map, anyway. Oh. This map says okay. it's from 1982, so in France, was there. France was there. Stop looking at the map and cheating. Morocco wasn't there yet. Morocco wasn't there. Canada? Um, Canada was there. Italy? Mm-hmm. Italy was there. Japan was there. No, what about Japan Mexico? wasn't there. Mexico Japan was. was there. So no. there must have been a massive event. Oh, no, so Japan was France. there. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong part of the map. <laughs> Are you going counterclockwise, Becca? Is, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was the issue. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. I was looking at... Yeah, that's why you should... Over near Mexico rather than over near mm, uh, yeah. France. That's that's why you're getting confused. Um, so Mexico was there. Mexico was there. Yeah. Japan was there. Norway wasn't there, yeah. was it? Norway wasn't there. Yeah. No. USA would have been there, wouldn't it? USA was there. I've got two more to find. Germany. Germany, yep. And Italy, presumably. Yeah, you've said already said Italy. Italy. Yeah. Mm. We said Mexico. We said Mexico. Yeah, yeah we did. China. Then. China. Mm-hmm. China. Oh. Which possibly says an awful lot about the Imagineering and the the look of those pavilions even today. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. they are the ones that really they stand out as you as you're walking around World Showcase. Um, but the amount of detail and obviously we're in them into them before. The park actually opened as well. Yeah, there's so much to see, isn't there? Was any, any of us yeah. lucky to visit in the eighties? No. no, 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 no. My, I think I've said this before. My family went after Epcot had just um, opened, and they've never returned. They did Epcot and Magic Kingdom in a day. Oh, yeah. so Main Street they've nev- and they've never Spaceship been Earth? back. Yeah, yeah, Spaceship Thanks. Earth done that. We've done it, seen it, done it, we're off. And uh, and actually, I missed I missed out on that entire holiday because I was a stroppy teenager at the time and chose not to go. And in the end, it's probably made me the, a bigger Disney fan as a result. I'm not going to go and put up with family whilst, whilst they thought that they were seeing something that was brand new. Yeah. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I've got a photograph somewhere uh, that they took outside. Um. In, in part and part of Epcot, and it, it's it's kind of unrecognisable from what even from yeah. what I first saw. 
but you know they they went to a park that was was really in its complete infancy mm. and and it it's i think it struggled to begin with purely on the fact that people you know people wanting that sort of impact of, of maybe what they anticipated magic kingdom to be and when they first turned up at Epcot, you kind of you come away particularly in the early days because it didn't have that true identity yeah. that has grown over the 40 years and mm. i think it struggled certainly certainly the first 10 years i think it struggled yeah. to appeal to the masses i think it struggled mm. to, to actually get people through the through the gates because people that's... were like they, they weren't yeah. quite sure what they were going in to see and yeah. I think that's still still an issue now, to be honest with you, John. I know that you know for, for all of us here, Epcot is is a is a place that we all love, and yeah. and you know I know it's my favourite park. I can spend yeah. days and days there, and I think yeah. we all feel quite similar similarly about it. But when you look at the social media uh, discussions, and you know there's forums and all sorts of things, when you when you read that, and there's people going. Do we need to go to Epcot? What's special about it? Is it somewhere that yeah. we should go? <laughs> Are my kids going to enjoy it? Because it's this weird park that kind of does this ed- edutainment thing. Yeah, it's got these showcase pavilions that that don't really have very many attractions. There's, I mean, Guardians is there now, but it you know there wasn't anything to really pull you in unless you're going to go on soaring or something like that. And and people miss for me the people mm. asking that question have missed the point. And so yeah, I, I feel like a bit exactly, of an yeah. Epcot ambassador. I'm like, no, it's like yeah. the best place. The recent thing with Hollywood Studios, we, we've said the past few years has been the half day park, and now it's a park that has so much in it, and it's so yeah. heavily advertised mm-hmm. by Disney of what's there. People know what you get at Hollywood Studios, you get Tower Teller. Tower, 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 I see what this is about now. I see why people like this, this park so much. Still don't yeah. quite get why people like Illumination so much. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> but actually, I I have worked that out, I think. Yeah. It well, does have a bit of an identity crisis, I'll give you that. Yeah. I but, don't think it does, Peter. I really don't. For me, it's, it's not the misunderstanding really is, of people not I, understanding yeah, what the park is about. Yeah. But I, 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 it, it's kind of, it kind of flips the theme park experience on yes. its head. Whereas yeah. you go for the adrenaline rush yeah. to a normal theme park, Epcot's never been like that. Even from it its is... inception, it was hmm. meant to be a learning experience. It's meant yeah. to widen your own perception of the world. It's meant to widen your perception of, again, communication. It's so the, unique. The whole, yeah. And that, thing. for me, is and like the yeah. best thing. But I think people go originally as that, right, come on, I want entertained. Yeah. I want you to, I want to be blown away by, by this brand new Brand new theme park. It's the nineteen eighties, and then they walk in. Even the, <laughs> even some people in the twenty twenties walk in. And like, I want to be entertained. It, yeah. it, it, it is. Uh, it is uh, one of those places that really, like you've said, Becca. It's it takes a couple of times of going, fully understanding mm-hmm. what is actually there, and then actually understanding what the concept is is actually based yeah. around. Once you've got that sorted, 
Mm. I think you then sort of take a, a, a breath and then what you can do mm. is then go and be able to explore some of the absolutely amazing bits of magic there that yeah. are certainly around World Showcase that, that you know, I know we I know we had real good fun with a, a former waffler one time who had never visited any of the World mm. Showcase uh, pavilions, which, again, go back and listen to that on uh, on our uh, website because uh, I don't think Paul Sammy has ever lived that town. <laughs> <laughs> but, John, I think you're right. You ha- it's, a, it's an active experience. You can't yeah. be a passenger when you go to Epcot yeah. because you, mm, miss, yeah. you miss stuff. So... I think when people have been to maybe Magic Kingdom or even at Hollywood Studios, you can be quite passive there. Things will come to you, you know, yeah. characters will, you know, be around yeah. you, attractions mm. are there placed in front of you. In Epcot, you have to go and find that stuff. You have to go yeah. look for it. Otherwise you you miss that wider experience. Mm. And that for me, that curiosity that you need to be able to to employ, to be able to enjoy the park to its max. That is the bit that I love because yeah. I'm aware that people have missed it, and I've, I'm experiencing something that other people aren't because I yeah. know to go look for it. Yeah, um, that's the fun bit for me. The thing about being the '80s is when you think of Walt's plan for Epcot, that that is a thing what everyone looks back to, and it's it's so different from a theme park that what you'd expect and what you would think is like. I think that's. Yeah. That's when people go actually Epcot and they Google and they think, oh, what was it supposed to be? And then it's like, okay, it's something completely different yeah. to what the original concept was. I think with yeah. Wendy's of Magic Kingdom, there was a castle, there was attractions, there was what the original plan was for. Mm. It, with Epcot, it's had to evolve because you can't yeah. go to no. the future world. You, you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, you you get some people, as you say, who get it, and others who go around it sort of for three hours and say, well, it's a science fair meets a shopping mall. (laughs) Or they drink their way around World Showcase and miss, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me, I've done it. But it's there's something about having a drink and exploring and being curious while you're doing it, rather than just treating it like a bar crawl, which is a a different experience completely. Easily done, though. (laughs) Because <laughs> you never know when that. to stop. That's why it's mm-hmm. in the circle. Yeah, I think as well. Talking about the eighties, I, I think we, we we really do need to give credit to certainly World Emotion in particular. Yeah, was was such a historical ride, and yet it's still again. Some people would still say it's one of those rides that should still be as part of a, a some part of Epcot somewhere. But the one everyone keeps coming back to, and I think in a lot of the polls that you, you you read, if anybody was wanting any ride putting back into any park in the whole of Walt Disney World, Horizons is the one. Horizons yeah. seems to be the one that I think for everybody was just the one that took people's breath away and just kind of just used the Omni Mover to the biggest biggest extent and. I still think I still think I know there's a, a few people who listen to our Wednesday shows that if you mention the word horizons, then suddenly uh, the ears prick up. And and it, it certainly you know it is um it is one of those things that you look it up on YouTube. Go go and there's there's so many different um people who put up yeah different. <laughs> Different different times of, of horizons as well because yeah. it did adapt yeah. quite quickly. Um, 
but it's the most incredible ride and you actually you, you find yourself getting drawn into it you can understand why when it opened it became that real sort of highlight for everybody mm-hmm. and, and and still is you know i think yeah I, it, we can't do any show about Epcot without saying how much kind of Horizons has, has kind of cast a shadow over any bit of imagining that's gone ever <laughs> since because it it truly was something that was to behold. It was really groundbreaking, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, the living in space and, you know, they had a simulator screen and, you know, sort of virtual... When you look at where we are now yeah. and people doing, you know, through COVID, doing school virtually... Yeah. They had that in Horizons. They had yeah. kids doing virtual lessons from space, yeah. you know. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it, it wasn't so far away from, you know, is, is it? It was a design by Nostradamus. I don't know. But it was, you know, something around, you know, the, 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 the positive opportunity of the future. And here we are, yeah. you know, 40 years down the line, having done exactly what was proposed. It was, mm-hmm. it, yeah. for me, yeah. it's... Uh, and it had one of the best songs, as did World in Motion. World in Motion. <laughs> Miss yeah, music, but, but you see, I think that again, I think that fits in things we've spoken about previously, isn't it? Yeah. Is what Disney are able to do is is take not just the the theme of a ride, but actually involve the musical element of it, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, I think we we probably need to mention as well the sort of that whole ambient sound throughout Epcot mm-hmm. that becomes part and parcel of your, your everyday sort of or, yeah. oral experience. Yeah. And yet they they got that from such a very very early time, but just incredible. And I, like I say, Horizons for me sort of encapsulates what Epcot set out. And like you said, Claire, you know, to to watch to watch it in play during COVID yeah. times as to, mm. to what actually was perhaps yeah you know, a little bit of magical uh, thinking and. I still think it, it still has a little bit of a role to play. I'd like, I'd still love to see it come back. I know there's, there's, I know there's a lot of people listening to it. There's something in the way now. There's something else in the way now, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I've had an idea. It's somewhere else. You know that Blue Sky thinking we spoke about last month on D23? Yeah. 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 What they could do is bl- just have a park with all the attractions. All the old all attractions. All the old attractions. Everybody misses. Oh, they could like recreate the, they could recreate attraction them. graveyard yeah. park. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. That's 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 the villain section next door to make this a whole creepy kind of place. Oh, wow. That would be so cool. That would be like the busiest, most popular park out all of them if you put all the maybe we need to do we need to do a poll on the wafflers arms and what would you put in your graveyard attraction pot yeah maybe we should just do a wednesday on that yeah yeah or maybe we should maybe we should just put horizons as top of the list anyway because we know it's going to win we know it's going to win except horizons horizons. what else would you have in your graveyard park that'd be good yeah that'd be good I could see there'd be lots of arguments over yeah. what to have, what not have. Yeah. Why haven't you got this? Why have you got this? Yeah, you know. It, yeah. yeah, I think down go, going down that road could be fun, but it also could be interesting. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> also, also trying challenge. to pick up, yeah, trying to pick up the link between the decades though as well. Mm. What's really interesting is actually, it Horizons itself didn't last a, a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, no. I think it's it, you know. But I know we spoke about the eighties, but I know Claire, you're going to pick up on the on the nineties very shortly, but 
uh, I'm probably cutting across you by saying this. Oh, Tony, you carry on, on the pit It was partially closed, partially closed in '94, and then yeah. it it then went to seasonal up to '99. And you know, when you look back and you think, goodness, you know what went wrong? What went wrong <laughs> during that particular time? And yeah. and it didn't get an awful lot of love. And it's it's quite ironic in a way but hmm. i'll let i'll let you i'll let you lead on the, the night rather, <laughs> yeah, rather yes. than me cutting across all your breath <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the great british mickey waffle we would really love to hear from you and you can find us at gb mickey waffle on facebook twitter and instagram or you can email us at waffle on at gbmickeywaffle.com there are many ways that you can support us and the easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast app and why don't you share the show with your friends too don't forget to check out our youtube channel and subscribe for even more waffle now back to the show i I mean i i was lucky enough to go to epcot in the early 90s so i went in 1991 and uh 1990 three or well, 1994 I think it might have been we went to Disneyland in 1993 um and I remember going to Epcot and I remember thinking like listen to, listen for the land uh listen to the land was the most boring attraction I have ever been on in my entire life my dad wanted to go on it I'm like going we're in a gardening attraction <laughs> seriously <laughs> are you actually serious you're making me go round in a boat looking at gardening yeah. Um, I love it now, you know, I think, yeah. you know, it's that you suddenly realise that you're old and you start loving that attraction. Um, but I I'm do old and I being... don't love it. <laughs> I, love I do remember being See, I'm there. like you, Claire. The first time I went on that, I was like, what am I on? Why am well, I, I on this? I remember the music. I remember the song. I didn't even have the I music. I the song. Mm. Yeah. I remember the rain. I remember, like, the, the, the house and the prairie, the whole thing. I remember it all. Yeah. But I remember being bored to tears. And now yeah. I just, I can't get enough of it. You didn't um, jump out and grab a cucumber. It's especially great around Christmas not. when they've got the Christmas lights up. I haven't seen it at Christmas. I can't oh. wait to do that. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. But I, I remember that pavilion um, because not only was the uh, Living with the Lamb, there was also the awesomeness of Kitchen Cabaret, um, <laughs> which I remember very clearly. Um, who who can't get away with singing veggie veggie fruit veggie, fruit, veggie fruit, <laughs> fruit that's it um, and Kitchen Cabaret was so quirky and you know bizarre at the same time yeah um, uh, and the restaurant that's now Sunshine Seasons you know it was it was a slightly different um, type of experience back in the 90s and I think that you know there's so many things that have moved forward but there's the thing about Epcot is there's always that tangible um, golden thread running through of the history. And I think that's the bit that even if something new comes along, you still feel that the history is there behind yeah. it, which mm-hmm. I don't always feel in the other parks. So like The legacy bit of Epcot is always in place. Um, I had down on my list to talk about um, uh, Imagination Pavilion with the mm-hmm. jumping fountains that worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Journey into Imagination with Dreamfinder and Figment, who yeah. I was lucky enough to meet with. And obviously they've just announced in Meet and Greet with Figment coming out for uh, a D23. They've talked about that. And I remember meeting Figment and Dreamfinder. Um, there is a photo Wonderful. floating around in social media somewhere. Um, 
And it was the interactive elements of that pavilion with the rainbow tunnel and, you know, getting up on the stage and doing all sorts of stuff. I remember that so clearly as a, uh, I was in my early teens and it was like, oh my goodness, this is stuff I can do. I can be involved in this. This is mm -hmm. something for me to enjoy and to take part in rather than just to be a passive, you know, passenger. And so, you know, I think it, um, the Imagination Pavilion was something yeah. very, very different back in the 90s. Um, maybe one day it'll get back there, but there's a lounge upstairs now, I think, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the yeah. yeah. It's a nice quiet space to be yeah. fair. It wasn't a quiet space in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had the Wonders of Life Pavilion, down because that sadly is being hopefully worked on as a play pavilion at the yeah. moment. Maybe yeah. still, mm -hmm. eventually, maybe. <laughs> but I, the Wonders of Life Pavilion, um, I do remember very clearly as well. Body Wars. I love a simulator, but I, I know it makes fun people sick. And Body Wars was the uh, the one that made everyone ill. Um, the making of me, the less we say about that, the better. Um, <laughs> it was certainly an experience never to be taken about ever again if you went with your parents. Um, and then there was the like the sense lab, so you could go around and touch things and smell things and. Yeah. Again, it was that interactive. There was the, the cycle, the bicycles. There, you could sit and you could um, cycle and you could watch a video of. It was like early peloton, and um, you could watch a video <laughs> of going around the kingdom as you were cycling along, as you were cycling the video moves. Um, you know, the, there were so many things that actually you could get involved in, and I think we miss that maybe a little bit now. Mm -hmm. My personal view. Yeah, um, I, I think that was that's certainly one of the key parts for me, Claire, was the fact that it was it was hands-on learning. Yeah, communicable was uh, the same. You could yeah. go in and you could yeah. use the computer, you know, like, yeah, in a massive um, <laughs> <laughs> and clunky, yeah. um, and, but you could use a computer. You could speak to someone virtually and book a restaurant. You could go and you could explore what was going to be coming, you know, this computer technology that nobody was using. Um mm. You know, we had computers in the library at school at that point and you had to, you know, it was the old dial-up connection and mm -hmm. not not a commonplace thing. You know, people certainly didn't have cell phones or anything like that. We won't be able to do Zoom calls like this. No, no right? No. no. This would no. not be a possibility. Yeah. Um, no. So, yeah, I think Communicall was a really interesting place um, and lots, again, lots of interactive, interactive bits. Um, I had University of Energy down because that was still there in the 90s and yeah, yeah. I have a really strong memory of University of Energy and it's not it's not the ride itself other than you know the whole theatre moving which was yeah wow um, but it's the smell and I know that you know olfactory memories are, are really really strong but for me the smell when you went into that first room with the dinosaurs and the like the, the dry ice um, in University of Energy I can I can still smell that now. It has a slightly sweet bubblegummy smell to it, um, and it like slightly damp bubblegum. I know that doesn't make any sense at all. So <laughs> cute bubblegum then. Huh? <laughs> it's just they've not, they've not brought out a candle with that, have they? They haven't. No. They should. That's like cute bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sort of yeah, dense air, damp bubblegum smell. Okay, if any candle that, companies I, are listening. You, you <laughs> make sure you can share. You want to share. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, Claire? I think what was really interesting in the nineties, the nineties certainly from a Disney perspective, was one where 
they were seeking real big expansion and, and like Euro Disney was opened mm-hmm. and then the realisation came that Euro Disney was going to be <laughs> the most amazing flop and they were making <laughs> such mass but they were making huge losses, losses. on Euro yeah, Disney yeah. that all the fund the funding that they perhaps thought that they could put into Epcot and and sort of take that to the next stage of its development was suddenly pulled because actually they became very aware that that they that they couldn't ha- they yeah. certainly could Money not had have to go that elsewhere. sort of mm-hmm. that that loss of face of having yeah. a, a European park closed down through yeah. lack of finance mm-hmm. and suddenly you know you, you're then left with well we take the money from we we'll take the money from Epcot. It, it slowed down, I think, an awful lot of the, the investment that was needed there. Yeah. And and it meant for a little bit of a, a tweak as to what, I think, what Disney actually felt was needed within within Epcot itself. And, and I think it was like a little bit of a wake-up call in some ways, mm-hmm. possibly going back to the horizons as to why that went to seasonal and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they, they really sort of were, were caught with... One hand looking towards France, yeah. and yet the other, a part that certainly at that time was was having an almighty struggle to yeah, to establish its own identity. Well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, stagnating. Yeah, but when you and think on the of studios that only just studio. opened a few years yeah, ago, as well. what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And now only open with like two attractions, and it's like yeah. it needed a lot of funding, and mm. it yeah. just it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. The other thing about Epcot in the 90s was they did use the opportunity to um, have stuff on the lake. So I don't remember this, but there was a show, Surprise in the Sky, which had uh, powered hang gliders that came off boats on the lake. I don't know if anyone's ever watched any footage of that. I've been watching like old videos, people's VHSs that they've uploaded to YouTube. Um, apparently it was nicknamed Mistake on the Lake, which I can understand why. <laughs> I, watched it. I was going to say, um, that sounds very similar um, to a current yeah, show. Mark, right? exactly. Mark yeah, Mark yeah. One. But when you watch it, it's also got, the, it's got kites, like big kite things that were horrible mm. failures. So mm. that sounds really You say don't yeah. learn, yeah. then. Massive no, balloons. No kites, darling. And also, <laughs> they, they had these huge, like, 20-foot balloons of characters that suddenly appeared in each of the, the World Showcase pavilions dressed in appropriate uh, national costumes. So a mini in a kimono, suddenly at the end of the show, she suddenly inflated in Japan. It's bizarre. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, so... If anyone wants to say, see sort of the precursor to what what happens <laughs> now, uh, go and watch Surprise in the Sky on YouTube because mm. that's that's interesting. But they also had a parade, so they had um, par- oh John, remind me of uh, Tapestry of Nations. Tapestry of Nations, wasn't it? Mm. And I was going to say yeah. it wasn't the With- Barbie one, was it? Oh, I yeah. haven't touched on Barbie because I don't. I I was there with Barbie, and I just I can't. I yeah. just can't even go there. Um, but Tapestry of Nations with stilt walkers and puppets, and you know, it was really unique. It was beautiful. They also had like double decker buses going around World Showcase. Yeah, mm. that's my first memory. And, and yeah, and actually, now if you actually if you actually did the the maths with it, how on earth they got a double decker bus? I know all the way around. Well, World they didn't Showcase. have all the booths in the way, did they? No, I know. But even <laughs> even looking back, how they got a parade around there, I've never. I know. Around. 
I'm, I know. And uh, the every time I think of a parade at Epcot, I think, no, that didn't happen. How? Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. Just Parade happened in studios, so yeah, so yeah. yeah. Grand yep. Showcase Lagoon. Obviously, they didn't have all the booths there. The, the, yeah. I think the, the walkway is probably just about wide enough, but there wasn't a lot of space either side of it to watch. No. That was the thing. No, a, and and the other thing that really stuck out for me when I was looking at the the, the research for the nineties and what I from my memory is the live entertainment that happened around yeah. World Showcase yeah. that we just don't see as much of nowadays. You know. They had stuff in pretty much every single country. They had, they did have characters in most countries. You know, there was Robin Hood and Friar Tuck in the UK. And they had Pearly King and Queen dancing and doing the whole, you know, the Lambeth Walk up and down the streets in um, <laughs> the UK Pavilion, which is was great. And they had you know, entertainers. They had comedian in um, in Italy. They had Miyuki doing her candy stuff in in Japan, which sadly has gone as well. Um, and, you know, like the belly dancers in Restaurant Marrakesh and all of that stuff um, has just gone. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is really sad because that was part of the fun of World Showcase. That was the engagement. That was the thing to pull you in. You just take a step bit deeper into the pavilion and find out yeah. a bit more. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think that's sad. And the Liberty Singers were there. They weren't uh, what we have now, but they were called the Liberty Singers mm-hmm. um, rather than... Voice of Liberty. Yeah. Voices of Liberty, yeah. So what did Epcot do a lot for the new millennium? Do you know? Does anybody know? Yeah. Well, they put a big 2,000 on top. Big wand on the side of the spaceship Earth. Yeah. And a big 2,000 on top of the spaceship Earth. They were celebrating Harry Potter. They put a wand on the side of Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen photos of that. and Yes, I can understand why uh, that did not go down well. Not as bad as the, the cake on the castle, but... It, oh, I saw that. Not that quite, the, but... I did yeah. see that one. Mm. Yeah. It was still kind of a sacrilegious thing to do to, mm. to Spaceship Earth. I, I actually felt that, again, it's one of them things, who signed it off? Because it was yeah. just like... Michael Eisner? Yeah. But it was just one of, 1990, it's probably been in place, yeah. But it was a massive time of, of the park evolving and changing... And again, it was that we. I think they needed to do something to mark the new millennium. Mm. They'd obviously in getting tapestry and nations. I think that was it was ninety nine. I think that started, and so it saw them through into the, the next millennium. And it, what it allowed then was for them to start rethinking about mm. what they wanted the park to be. And I still, I, I don't know. I still, yeah. As much as I don't like the wand, I think it was uh, as a a wake-up call to people and it's like if you've been before yeah. we're doing stuff a little bit differently now yeah. let's let's move we've got a wand yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was funny about it when we were there in 2013 we found postcards and uh, they're being sold in the shop still with a wand on it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah whatever you say about the wand it's better than the um what we had in london what do we have? Oh, I don't remember what we dome, had in London. The dome. Oh, the dome. Oh, the O2. Well, well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Still, actually, actually, and I the wheel. thought that the, that the dome was kind of an attempt to do Epcot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Just yeah, a bit of it. Yeah. No, you're right. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think you're right there. Quite, it didn't quite work, but uh, for many reasons. But I think that was kind of what the idea was. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, anyway. there's, I think there's something we should say mention about 
spaceship Earth structure because that sphere is just for me. It is the most cruel structure. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know they put some lovely lights on it now, and they do all sorts of projections and fun stuff. But just that massive sphere, um, and the fact that mm. there's a, an attraction inside it kind of blows my mind still every time yeah. I go on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just, it's so incredible. Um, and for me, it's like the, it feels like the heart of, of Walt Disney World, really. Um, nowhere else has anything like that. Every, yeah, there's castles all over the place, but nowhere else has got one of them. Also <laughs> worth mentioning was the fact that it, at the Octo- October the 1st, 1999, saw the start of, was it Illuminations 2000? Reflections yeah. of Earth. Uh-huh. Which, which again becomes that iconic... Mm. Yeah. Sort of show that we, we, we okay, it has changed, it's evolved over the years until it's it's passing. Um, but to have that starting for the millennium as well, mm. it kind of showed that there was that there was that whole aim of, of trying to drag a, a, a theme park into people's consciousness. And mm. again, one of those things that let's do things a little differently than we, perhaps we thought possible. But between that, the parade. And and the wand, I think by the time we got to the millennium, I think Epcot had got itself on a a little bit of a little bit of an upward curve as as regarding people's certainly putting on people's list of of yeah what they wanted to do on the holiday. But yeah, I still think I still think reflections of Earth. I don't I don't care I don't care what anyone says. It's still <laughs> it's still right up there with. with just one of the most amazing nighttime attractions. It was, yeah. mm. it was something else, and I think in its early days when everything worked properly, it, it was it was something else. And the, mm. and the music itself, I just, the music. Yeah, music is incredible. Thank you for listening to the Great British Mickey Waffle. We would really love to hear from you, and you can find us at GB Mickey Waffle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can email us at waffleon at gbmickeywaffle.com. There are many ways that you can support us. And the easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast app. And why don't you share the show with your friends too? Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe for even more waffle. Now, back to the show. That takes us into 2002 to 2012. Which is apparently me. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we start with uh, a tune that will always go around your head, which is Journey into Imagination with Segment, the current version, the version that nobody likes. <laughs> it's amazing, see, see, that, isn't that's it? Not, to, to that's not yeah. true. That's not true. If you've not seen we, the original Dreamfinder one, then you have nothing yeah. to compare it to. So. No, nope. I, I, like I don't mind it. it. It is the only one that I know. So. Yeah, it's, it's, yep. we, we like it, but yes, it does need an update. Yeah, yeah. it's it amazing does. to think though that that's been there twenty years. Yeah, that version. Yeah. And then you think, yeah, that's why it needs an update. This is twenty years old. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You could run across the Great Wall of China because you had reflections of China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had Mission Space. Yeah. Two thousand and three. Wow, really? Yeah. Gosh. And that was just mission space orange. orange. They didn't have the green. Yeah, because they had to wear green later. Yeah, because it was. Yeah. The incident. The two incidents. Protein spill. Yes. Protein spills. Oh no. No, 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 no. It was
Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> oh, mission's base. I think it doesn't get enough of. Okay, Claire, it's green or orange? orange? It's still the one orange every time. Part. Every time. Although it's, I love green. I love green because the story's better on green. Okay. It's still the amazing. one. It's still the one attraction we've not done in Epcot. I think that's I think the only one I want to see. No, well, we've not really? done a couple of like impressions to France okay, and well, things like that. But yeah, it's a couple of those we haven't done in Future World. I think it's since nineteen eighty-two, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You also got a, a righteous time in Total Talk with Crush. Two thousand and four. Two thousand and four. I love Total Talk with Crush. I don't do it enough. <laughs> it's so funny. I've seen got, some really, really yeah. funny videos of that recently. Yeah. I think kids last are getting time, bored of their questions. Yes. Last time we, we did it, uh, there was a, a signer. I don't know if there's always a signer there, but uh, there was uh, somebody signing. And uh, I tried very hard to figure out the ASL for, dude, but I don't think I quite got it. Soaring <laughs> <laughs> uh, was 2005. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I I actually think that was a that to me that was such a pivotal time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It, it it was that lift. See what I did there, um, mm. but <laughs> it actually it actually changed people's perceptions of Epcot, and suddenly you're now going into a park where yeah. you are going to experience something one that fitted into the whole Epcot theme. Yeah. Mm. Secondly, it was it was a unique ride that nobody had ever thought you know ever possible to sort of put yourself within that screen and just be able to yeah find yourself traveling traveling across different parts and different smells and mm-hmm. it was it was so such a superb thing but it put Epcot again just on the map as a must-do park mm-hmm. and so you found that the again the the crowds were, were ha- high for that it suddenly became between that and then you get test track and you're suddenly you're suddenly finding this park is actually becoming a yeah. new version of, of probably of, of where we left it off sort of late 90s where it stagnated and it hadn't had that cash injection you suddenly find in, in in the 2000s they they rode that whole thing from from the fireworks show from the millennium and suddenly somebody was actually it was a, I don't quite a push was, to update what, it and bring it out yeah, to, yeah. The, yeah. to the future. What they were doing was superb because it was, you know, I think for anyone who went early 2000s, here was a part that was, it was exciting because it was just mm. totally buzzing with, with parades, fireworks, yeah. Yeah. and new rides with still a little bit of the old stuff there as well. And so yeah. it, it had park. a bit of everything. Yeah, it was the part they were willing to take a risk in. Yeah. to try something new that hadn't happened somewhere else. Yeah. You know, actually, do you know what? Because it's Future World or, you know, because it's this unique place that yeah. nowhere else is going to replicate ever, we can test something out that yeah. maybe doesn't exist somewhere else. So, yeah. you know, test track, you know, the mission space, nowhere else is doing that. But this mm. park, we can get away with it because it, yeah. maybe there yeah. isn't a particularly congruous story across, across the whole property. Um but we can get away with testing out these things and like just just t- dipping our toe and see. And I think they still do that a little bit with you know like the guardians. Well, I was and, to say you can argue they're still doing it. Guardians yeah. is a mm. that's the system fun bit. That's the whole point of Epcot. Yeah, yeah. I get really excited by this stuff. It should be <laughs> the part yeah. where we test stuff to see if it's going to work. 
Gosh, test dogs. Talking of, I, talking I of test track. Yes. Yeah. In 2012, the previous version closed in April. Mm. And in December, the new version opened. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you've done both versions. I've done both versions. Yeah. 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 Versions. Which is best? Uh, six, one half dozen of another. <laughs> it's I, basically the same, just one is, is lights no. and one is not. No, the old one yeah. used to have like the bumpy surfaces. Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't the old one that did a crash test dummy? Yeah. 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 The pre-show yeah. on the original one was was absolutely yeah. Was, I'll put a we'll put up a was it a th- was it a three six and seven? No, not a seven. And it's just like and and, and again, it's, one of the ones that it, it still comes up. You know, if test track yeah. goes down. It's like oh, they've messed the numbers up today. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> are we going? Yeah, it's one of them ones. It's just like a really lovely nod back to yeah to what was yeah. It was a, it was a Fabride originally. I actually think they plussed it. Yeah, when when they redid it and actually put in the, the making your own car a bit yeah. just for Claire to be as competitive as anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit yeah, as well. Yeah, oh, and, really and, nice. and I think that helped refresh it mm-hmm. because I think previously it was kind of you'd ride it a couple of times and you've seen the pre-show yeah. and you're like, okay, let's move on a bit. But this time it became again a little bit of a little bit ahead of, ahead of its time because mm-hmm. if you remember, yeah. you go back to 2012. Not everybody had a mobile phone, so there wasn't no. that whole there wasn't that whole notion of being able to build stuff and and actually you know it's before um, all this I can't even remember computer games and all that. Mm. But it was before that whole build your own cities and all that. So you yeah, okay, Minecraft. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, but before that, and again, it was just like groundbreaking that you could go to a theme park, you could design a car, you could go and test it out against other people on the test track. And you'd still go 64.9 miles an hour every single time. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. Every single time. Regardless of how the car looks like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Talking of um, of doing that sort of thing, when we went in 2010, both interventions were looking like, were looking very, very sad. Very tired, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They were beyond the... Yeah. Nobody's mentioned interventions yet. No. But yeah, they were certainly on the last legs when we went in 2010. Mm. Yeah. What was the great... What was it? The yeah. great something? Took them another gross. decade or so to move on. Yeah. To put it totally out of this <laughs> misery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, it was... I think those were things that you you really had to engage with. Yeah. Um, And every time we went in that first trip, there was nobody in there. Nothing was happening. Well, they did turn yeah. into a meet and greet space. Yeah. And yeah. where was it? We met Baymax and yeah. um, Joy yeah. and Sadness. Yeah. In those spaces. Even and... Before that, Ben, some of the things that were there, and particularly at the time we had a young family, and you were looking for things that, you know, there was there was still a bit of how to, how to escape from your house if it was on fire. Yeah. Now, a bit of a bizarre thing to share with young kids, but actually... Useful. Very useful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you just never thought of it. There was also the, the ride um, simulator where you got to oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which was absolutely incredible. And there was, you know, even even the things in back in those days, 
you know, it was the, the one where you could get you could take your own picture and you could send it via email. Yeah. <laughs> now imagine that. But it was it was it was groundbreaking of its time. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think one of the problems with interventions was it it required annual sort of updates. Yeah. yeah. And eventually you can't, you can't sust- you can't sustain that at the speed mm-hmm. at which everything technology technology wise has moved, probably since sort of the, yeah. the mid mid two thousands onwards. Mm. As regarded mobile technology, especially, you know, probably back, certainly back mid two thousands, you wouldn't have, you know, a mobile phone would have been that, you know, the size of a, a suitcase. Yeah, and so there was certainly a house brick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we we kind of we kind of forget how big a challenge it must have been to actually continue to mm-hmm. to try to get something new into interventions that was going to be yeah edge because yeah unfortunately unfortunately like it or not disney we're not going to be the people who by the time you get to that stage they're not going to be inventing this stuff mm-hmm. you then find that there's, there's the companies yeah. that the microsoft of the world's the apples of the world who are not prepared to peg and, the, and this is perhaps where they were probably finding yeah. it difficult with, with disney is these companies wouldn't pay as others have done before such as kodak with a lot of sponsorship yeah mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why should they, why should they give Disney money to to put stuff in their theme park? When actually yeah. we develop it ourselves, we can make the money, and actually we're not giving anything that, anything away yeah. for free. Yeah. And it, it kind of yeah that kind of that kind of was where interventions actually became tired because mm. we were seeing stuff that was moving much more quickly. And yeah. it's a, it's a shame because actually there was lots and lots of brilliant stuff in there. What's the what was the one I'm with sorry. the piggy bank? The sum of all thrills. Yes. That was the... Yes. Uh, yeah, and there was one about... I just want to say there was something around um, if there was a storm and how you... Yeah. Like, storm waters were, yeah. were met. Yeah. There was all sorts of... Yeah, I was of just asking. Yeah, there's one with a piggy bank, wasn't there? I, 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 I was just about the one with the piggy bank. What was that? Yeah, sum of all thrills. The sum of all thrills. Yeah. That was the sum of all thrills, was it? Okay. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. That was one of the last ones to close, actually. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, I remember that being there in like two thousand four. Right. Okay. There were cool. so many different things that went through that space, and obviously, yeah. that that interventions had replaced Communicore to start with. So, but I do remember the ride simulator and standing there watching yeah. people building these things and then flinging themselves around. Um, yeah. I did the one that was in Morgan, and I did the one that was. Or he built me a ride, and I I did it. The one that was in Disney Quest because they yeah, had the same set up in yeah. there, um, and I let him design it, and then I rode it. Um, I did that one. Yeah, that was. Foolish. I did that one, and we made a birthday song for Jill on the song. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rattle down the list. I've actually found a whole list of of different exhibits and sponsors, and going back to what I just previously said, even Apple were yeah. one of the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they involved there for yeah. four years in 1994 to 1998. Wow. Um, but there's a massive, massive, massive list of, of companies that had involved and invested, which was very much the Disney way, wasn't it? It, mm-hmm. it, was, it was to be a yeah. part that was to be self-sustained through sponsorship. Um, and then they realised, I think perhaps once the, uh, the financial markets crashed and we were left with the... A world that was a little bit different. Yeah, you can't expect you can't expect companies to go and invest in a park, and mm-hmm. and I think Disney wanted a little bit of their own control back as well. 
Mm. You know, it, it becomes mm-hmm. you know it becomes a little bit more apparent that there was a little bit you know they were out of they were getting you know like Sega were involved quite significantly yeah. at one point, and they were trying to trial loads of their stuff, which, yeah. Was, yeah. which was fine. But Disney, I think, hang on, how come we could mm. have a bit of that market? Yeah. I think it was was it Time Warner or yeah. another mm-hmm. you know film mm-hmm. company and, and TV company. They were involved in some points, and it was suddenly the fact that you suddenly become aware that Disney itself, as a company, were expanding, and, yeah. and they couldn't afford to to be seen as having sort of other brands yeah. that they yeah. were competing with. It, it's a it's a real strange one, and yeah. that's what Epcot's actually allowed. It allows you that opportunity to actually look back at corporate history mm-hmm. and see how first off the Disney Corporation changed. But how that sponsorship bit really does sort of yeah. influence mm-hmm. what's going on in your in yeah your theme oh park. yeah 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 definitely. I also have to say that sometimes, certainly the first time we went, things got a bit confusing because one attraction tells you that dams are good things, another attraction tells you that dams are not good things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there was some kind of that as well. There was some a little bit of contradicting itself in, yeah. in places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, There was a lot of uh, yeah. I think if you try to do the whole of Future World as as it was in one go, you do feel a little bit sort of bashed over the head with with edutainment. And I think it's it's perhaps better to do kind of one side and then round to World Showcase and then do the other side different time, perhaps. As long as you go the right so, way around, World Showcase should be fine. Mm, you won't yeah. anger Claire. <laughs> well, me and Claire, Claire will just be missing us so I can go around World Showcase whichever way I like. Yeah. You can meet in the American Pavilion for a sing-song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halfway around. I know Claire will be flying when we're coming or close by, yeah. You are listening to the Great British Mickey Waffle Podcast. If you want to find out more about us, please check out our website, www.gbmickeywaffle.com or come and join us on our Facebook group, The Waffler's Arms, where you will always receive a very warm welcome and meet with other like-minded Disney fans. If you've missed any of our shows, you can download them from your podcast place of choice. Or you can watch them all on our YouTube channel, along with our live Wafflers Wednesday shows too. Join us live on YouTube or Facebook every Wednesday for more waffling. Now, back to the show. Yeah, Ben, take us take us from 2012 up to the present day. Oh, I can't believe that it's the last 10 years. I can't believe we're thinking that, it's, that today's Epcot's 40th. Um, yeah. 10 years ago there was a special 30th edition of Illuminations Reflections mm-hmm. of Earth Yeah, and I'm wondering whether Disney did that, had done that a lot any time where it was Christmas or New Year it was, there'd be additional sort of fireworks or, yeah. or just announcements mm-hmm. of different yeah. things but also in 2012 something that we saw on we our saw first trip we and we didn't have a clue what it was and it was Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. Which wow. oh. was amazing. Oh, now we're no talking. Idea. Here we no, go. I, we had no idea what it was. <laughs> no. no idea well, who Agent P was. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, there was one before that, though, wasn't there? It's Kim Possible. Kim Possible, Kim Possible, Kim Possible, Possible before that, that. yeah. yeah. And well, Kim Possible it. was an excellent, it was excellent it was to, really to actually good. go and do, yeah. But, and it's that, it's that hands-on interaction that... I think find out, it's not be just, curious. It's not just little kids, it's big kids want to have a go out when they yep. get in the parks as well. It was, yeah. it was such Agent brilliant P. fun. Brilliant fun. Agent P, oh, yeah. yeah. So great. Has anyone else got yeah. a theme tune stuck in their head already? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I can, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, what you could do is hang around other people who were doing it and watch what happened when they sort of uh, managed to find really, things. Yeah. It, was, it was superb. It just really adds something different to the experience of, like I said, of being in the theme park. Yeah. It's just something yeah. that is so different. And it makes the world mm. showcase because it is for the food booths and there's lots of things happening, but it's not something that's for everyone's age but that yeah. just bridges the gap of something else that everyone can be involved with it just something better it was, it's a really fascinating way because actually Kim Possible was actually a very very good a good game to play but very few people from the UK had actually picked up on Kim Possible they updated that quite quickly and when it became Agent P because of certainly from experience of the, the age of my kids it became part parcel of World Showcase became such a, a smaller place for them because mm-hmm. they go and take on all of these trials and stuff. And you'd even you'd even be aware you go to the Germany Pavilion and you'd you'd end up you'd be stood there and people would just wait for that just a little moment as it's just so peek up over the top. Yeah. It's just, it can was, you get a photo of a Perry stick it? Yeah. yeah, it's just looking for the platypus just appearing. <laughs> it was, it, I loved it. It was, and and each 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 of the bits that you went, you know, the missions missions, missions that yeah. you were sent on were so different and and so much in sending you sending kids into <laughs> the back of each of those pavilions. Yeah, you know, and and I think that again is something which. I think possibly is is one of the things where I think for for my children has made for their memories and their experiences of Epcot to be much more enriched simply because when I saw this as a game, once they finished the game, it was like, oh, there's such and such a character to see or there's something else to see at the back of that pavilion. Can we go and have another look? And suddenly you're struck with the kids are dragging the adults into these pavilions rather than them just disappearing around World Showcase. It was it was a very, very clever thing. And I think, again, even now, I think they need that interactive thing. Mm. I know that there's the, you know, they had the bit when it, it yeah. went from the teleporter <laughs> and you yeah, put it back in the post box and stuff, and it went onto mobile phone. I'd still like to see them adapt that technology further yeah. because it, I, I think they do and yeah. I think it's because I know they're doing the Galaxy's Edge with the data pad on your phone yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that yeah. and I know that they've been using the Disney Play app so the technology's there yeah. when, when, you, when you think of how much it is it's how they integrate it and yeah. it, it can be done so they need to keep it simple mm. and without I, it, it and it yeah yes. <laughs> maybe they could do something where it does. you could choose so if you preferred a particular version, you could have that. Because I know they talked about having a DuckTales yeah. version. Yeah. What is it about just having sort of um, things with songs that get stuck in your head? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, in, also in 2012, I think we touched on this earlier with Test Track reopening with the mm. um, Chevrolet sponsorship. Mm. 
and yeah. how competitive that we all are and making ugly cars. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's interesting. I find it really it's interesting that it's, it's, cars. it's basically the same ride mechanism as um, Disneyland's Cars ride. But that is such a different ride. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing what you can do with basically the same ride mechanism and the same layout. Yeah. Last time I went on um, Test Track, it was the last time I went on Test Track. Yes, it was. It was late. Mm. We'd gone in for the party, not for, for the food and wine party, because we got tickets for that. And um, they let me... They closed the front half, and I just missed it. So the CM took me round to the side, in through a cast member side door, and let me join the 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 last of the the very last party. Oh wow! And that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice little bit of pixie dust and lint today. But um, yeah, oh, too right. Yeah, there's so much <laughs> stuff that's happened this decade, and I know it was our first ever trip to Walt Disney World. So I found a trip yep. to Epcot, and like we said earlier, it took quite a few times at Epcot to understand what it was about. I'm still not sure whether at the minute we still know exactly what it is, with the amount of changes that, uh, that are going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a transformation um, at the moment. It's gone from, especially all about construction, where it's been like sort of the world of walls. Yeah. <laughs> they were very pretty walls. Yeah. Nicely painted. There's, there's been a lot of closures and a lot of refurbishments of this past decade from Maelstrom closing with Frozen yeah. replacing it. So if you what? had to choose one, would you be Maelstrom or Frozen? I haven't done Frozen yet, so I'd pass no. it. No, I never did Maelstrom. Yeah. Maelstrom was there when on our first visit, and by the second visit, it was closed altogether. I, I have done both Maelstrom and uh, Frozen attraction. I don't know which I'd choose. I'm struggling. Uh, there was something unique about the oil rig. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, Over the yeah. falls and back yeah. you go and mm. you've not been the first, you won't be the last, uh, all of that <laughs> stuff that, that sticks in my mind. Whereas the frozen attraction maybe isn't quite so memorable, but that might, you yeah. know, it's not quite so unique maybe. I, I think it's memorable for a few people and that's probably because they were in that five-hour queue. Yeah, maybe still. Oh, on, on opening day, and I remember when that yeah. that opened, and it was like the queue went into the back of China. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. In, apparently, uh, uh, employees uh, were giving out ice cream and water bottles to try and cool them down. Yeah. Not an attraction yeah. I rush to, and if I miss it, I'm no. not that bothered. Yeah. Did anybody uh, uh, actually do the film at the end of Norway? Once. <laughs> once and that was it and it was like right kids come on quick we'll get through before the I, you know what? I remember Lloyd saying previously yeah. it was like that mad dash when you got off the boat you've yeah, got to get was, through the, you've got to get through the cinema screen before yeah. the film started because otherwise you were stuck for like 15 minutes I remember watching it and um, yeah I, I would also I actually think one of the one of the first proper live streams I think I ever picked up on was was when it was Maelstrom's closing, right? And okay, actually, yeah. and actually seeing, and it was a group of uh, cast members who were the last ones to ride it, and they, they actually filmed the closing of the doors that had arrived. Wow! And and oh, you only wow. seen something, and again, it again shows just how much this has all moved on, yeah. as regarding streaming of, of theme parks, etc. Yeah. But it was such a beautiful time, and I actually felt that the t the time, I hated to see Maelstrom go away. Uh, I really yeah. did. I, I thought it was one of those rides that, that 
Yeah, you could always you could always walk on, and I think that was the primary issue with it. To come back and to reimagine it as Frozen mm-hmm. was was perhaps another sign as to as to where Epcot needed to go, um, and I think that again, like you said before, Claire, it's about making that taking that risk and trying something completely different. The alienated all of the proper big Epcot fans who would like to have seen Maelstrom stay forever, trying to put an IP into a park which had previously struck itself as being unique. They did not want IPs in the park to the extent that Figment was perhaps Epcot's only IP and that was purely from their own making. Mm -hmm. Three Caballeros. Yeah, but it's a bit different. But it's not that whole... um, Timon and Pumba, although that was the Timon and Pumba film. film. Yeah, yeah. was me. But they're not uh, really, they're not really engaged in that. And and I think once they saw what was happening with Frozen, Mm -hmm. you then suddenly become aware that this is the next step on for the park. And and I think that's where what we're seeing now, and I know Ben had mentioned about, you know, we've mentioned in the past about the 2019 uh, D23. Before before lockdowns happened and and changed all of that plan, but the the whole idea was to to introduce a lot more and that's what it we was more yeah and a bit. yeah you know, it, it will Mary it will Poppins. evolve yeah mm. well, yeah well I don't think we'll ever see that Peter unfortunately no. that would be quite exciting but a real change and I, yeah as much as love to see Maelstrom I think Frozen just about for I think more for getting numbers numbers through the doors. I think that's where the Frozen ride yeah, actually yeah. comes into its own. And also, again, I think Disney was stuck because Frozen yeah. was so popular, and yeah. the six, seven-hour queues just to the meet and greet in yeah. Magic Kingdom, yeah. it, it, it was crazy. What yeah. you need, they needed to find a space where they could fit, and I think that was just the perfect fit for at the time, and it's meant that they've been able to develop some great animatronics and yeah. use the technology which now we see in other parks in Spot. Yeah. Yeah. Spot. yeah. So again it's Look the, at the um, Noe Pavilion. Try it out. Again it's that try it out, see what we can do with it. Yeah. 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 Talking of the Noe Pavilion, did anybody do Arcus? Arcus, yes, Arcus, yes. Was it good? Slice. It's Excellent. superb. It's really is good. It, absolutely. Is it better than Cinderella's Royal Table? I haven't done Cinderella's Royal Table because it's stupidly mm-hmm. priced. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, we Akashi's... need a remortgage firm. Yeah, we, we, I, yeah, no, as a family, we really enjoyed Ashes both yeah. times. And for yeah. me, when we went, I guess it must have been like 2017, 20, yeah, it must have been 2017, I think the mini would have been six, six, yeah, five. So princesses were like important at that yeah. point. Mm. Um, and she, so for us, we, we went to Epcot on our second day and we did Akashi's for lunch and banged out. Princess meet and greet, lunchtime, day two. And that meant she'd met Belle, Ariel, Jasmine, Aurora and Cinderella, Snow White, done. So we ne- didn't ever have to stand in a queue to meet them again yeah. for the next, the rest of the two mm. weeks. Uh, it was worth every single penny um, yeah. just yes. to do that. <laughs> the food actually for me is outstanding i think they do something really unique they don't shy away from the fact that a smorgasbord may not be for everyone 
um, they don't try and sanitize it to make it um, more appealing. And I think that's one of the benefits of the Food in World Showcase sometimes that, you know, it's a nod to, but actually the food at Akashis, it is, you know, herring and roll mops and, you know, all of mackerel and, and salmon and, you know, amazing meatballs and stuff. It, it is truly um, Scandinavian food and that's fantastic. Mm. It's not for everyone though. Many different herring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. How many different well, yeah. ways can you can you create uh, <laughs> yes. a yes. herring? Yeah. One that hasn't reopened since COVID. No, it's not reopened. No, it's sad. It, it, it's a shame. It's building as well inside, yeah. it's beautiful. Yes. I yeah. don't. Th- I don't think it could be long because they've only just recently announced that um, Crystal Palace, Winnie the Pooh, is returning really? breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So things are getting back to normal. Hopefully. No, I think as well, Ben. I think one of the important things was you know with the cast member exchange program and th- that pavilion in particular the, the servers there were Norwegian and you actually yeah. when you asked a question about what the food involved they were able to give you like a regionalization part of as to the, the story behind the food and the, and the fishing mm-hmm. history of of the country and and that's what you need you, you need that sort of information coming back to you you know it's not about sort of the the that you're sort of going for a burger and chips or whatever. You want that experience out of a out of a theme park, and and that's what mm. I think consistently. I think Epcot has done, mm. and it becomes quite a unique part of your yeah the food the food part in particular, irrespective mm. of food and wine. I still yeah. feel that the, the restaurants within the park itself have, have evolved that's and become it. much yeah. much better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that's that's another difference in recent years in that. The, the various festivals have gone from being something that happens occasionally for however many weeks yeah. to being an almost a permanent thing. But that, yeah. to me, yeah. feels like... Six extra. weeks out There's of not, yeah. yeah. I think whether it's festival holidays, whether it's uh, Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, or the most recent one of Festival of the Arts, which opened in 2017, mm-hmm. there's yeah. now something for... We've done Festival of the Arts, Flower and Garden, and Food and Wine. Yeah, so we've done everything but Festival of the Holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all the same, but they've got, as in, like, you've got the same sort of layout, but they're so much different at each one that I can yeah. pick yeah. one over the other. The only thing that Festival sort of sways me is Festival of the Arts because of the Disney on Broadway bit. Yeah. But that is yeah. the bit that just... And actually, the food looks really... The food, it tastes... Perfectly fine, perfectly okay at um, Festival of the Arts, but it, it sometimes it is more a feast for the eyes rather than the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it's all very pretty, yeah. the food. But yeah, no. Yes, yeah. Yes. But John, you mentioned 2019. It was a year that we had so much hope and yeah. so much of it got, yes. got announced yeah. at D20 mm-hmm. from, like I said earlier about Future World, the changes, <clears throat> yeah. it's going to be World Discovery, Celebration and Nature. Um, and then we had the final ever illuminations, yeah, yeah, leading straight into yeah. Epcot Forever, which we thought was only going to be a one-off for a year until <laughs> Harmonious, and then it come back, come back in twenty twenty one. Yeah, some fireworks left over. Yeah, yeah. In leading to everyone's favourite show, Harmonious. Mm. Going away. Don't make. I haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it yet. Still tacos. So when I'm you do set, set fire to it, guys, when you see it, get rid. That's it. 
And of course, the other thing that uh, came along last year was Ratatouille. Yes. And yeah. the extension of the, the France Pavilion uh, to, so that now you can go for a quick crep in France if you wish. Yeah, that, that area is really pretty. Yeah. And especially you've got, is with, with Mr. Transportation, yeah. there, nice. the skyline up being yeah. that part yeah. of the park. Yeah. So it's another yeah. place yeah. for you to get to and also get some resorts that around the area. And that just adds, we, to, the, adds yeah. to that sort yeah. of ambience mm. of the park. Yeah. Do we know if the fountain is the same as in Paris, i.e. It's not. <laughs> Back area, the new bit in France doesn't look anything and like the, no. the area no, no, in Paris. No. And the fountain, the fountain is, Yeah, no, I know. No, it's not yeah. the same. It, no. it, oh, okay, in, in Paris you have little remis yeah. around the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go fast, it, 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 it's a zoetrope. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's Do not they have the same. that in Paris. No. no, no. Okay, it's a completely cool. different design. I, I don't think they have the hidden Remy's in the railings either. Do yeah, they? they do. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. Well, I have to look out for those. But you can look there. when you're there. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy came along. Yes. And uh, yeah, it seems to be everybody's favourite ride. I would put that. Up. Yeah, it, yeah. It is currently Walt Disney World's best, best attraction. That just because Ooh. it's the newest. No, from from my perspective, I love Rise of the Resistance, but that was more the technology of going what they're taking from Ratatouille to the story of Star Wars and something that is very different. But I think it's an attraction I got on, enjoyed the entire queue, and it was it wasn't just that there's nods to Walt. There's so much of like veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit all throughout the queue. There's so many nods to Epcot, and mm. it reminds me of standing at World Showcase, the first time we watched Epcot Forever, and you hear Walt's voice, and then Figment, and then it's just, it is just, the attraction is definitely Epcot. Yeah. So it feels like you're walking through, um, just... Uh, and that, that's Epcot. what excites me for the future, Ben, yeah. because actually, instead of being embarrassed about the past 40 yeah. years, I think Epcot itself is, is really proud of everything that's gone before. They've, you know, even even veggie veggie fruit fruit. Yep. You you've got to acknowledge that the it's past awesome. is, it yeah. is awesome. But <laughs> yeah. instead instead of it being something that's consigned to a a, a, yeah. a box somewhere, they're still prepared to say this is what we were. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really mm. proud of it. Because actually that's the whole point. I think that's exactly. the whole point of what Epcot is mm. about. I think it's why we, we all love the park because We've all got different memories from the very first time we went. You've all got very special memories of things that have gone away. Mm -hmm. You've also got the memories of you know of, of what what has changed that you don't agree with. But also we've seen a park that's become a much more established whole day and more yeah, yeah. of mm. everybody's holiday. Because yeah. You can't just dip in and do it like I said at the very start of the show. Me and my family were able to do all of that. <laughs> Dead easy, yeah. according mm. to them. We yeah. could go back in. I could spend. I could spend a week in that car. Yeah. And I, yeah. Ben, you you alluded to it there about sort of the resorts that are attached yep. mm. to the international gateway and and also the accessibility on the on the Skyliner. Mm. You know, to actually be able to just dip in and out of Epcot becomes such a, a pleasant way of of just enhancing <laughs> the whole 
enhancing you your holiday. And mm. once you, I think we spe- we said on a, a Wednesday show a couple of weeks ago, it was just that whole thing about being able to just walk into a park from your hotel, yeah, just absorb mm. a little bit, walk back. It's just it, it is amazing, and, and mm. I, I don't know. It's my fa- it's my favorite park. I know we've said mm. I've said this before already <laughs> on this show, but I, I know it's the most it. wonderful place. Yeah, yeah. I, I know we've all said what we like about illuminations and how some of us like it, some of us maybe not so much. And yeah. yeah. um, I think Epcot Forever sums up Epcot of what yeah, I'd agree. Disney were at that right I'd point agree. in 2019 that they knew what they had lined up in D23, all the yeah. announcements, and Epcot Forever just summed up here is what everything's passed, and now we're going into mm-hmm. a whole new world. And obviously, they didn't know what was going to happen six months later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it made you glad for the past and what had come before, but excited if, for what was going to yeah. come next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if Disney can carry mm-hmm. on delivering attractions like Guardians, if they can improve Harmonious to just have the same heart as what Epcot Forever and Illumination has, or yeah. has mm-hmm. had before, that's what I think Harmonious is missing. And we know yeah. that it is going away in one form or another. It- <laughs> yeah, I want some more detail about that, Ben. I want to make sure it's gone. Yeah, we want to make sure it's gone. But is is it yeah. is it going to be just? I don't know. Are they going to just class harmonious as it was Epcot's um, fireworks show for the fiftieth anniversary for Walt Disney World, yeah. or are they just going to have something special for the um, the forty first or Disney's one hundred? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's an amazing park and we've yeah. barely touched on the restaurants, yeah. uh, both quick service and table service. We've that's, barely touched like on, I know, we've barely touched on the merch. Yes. I mean, I still shed tears for Mouse Gear because we, yeah. Mouse Gear became our old reliable. Anything yeah. you wanted, you could guarantee yeah. you would find creation. it in Mouse Gear. You will love creations. creations. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. does Mouse Gear because they managed to get rid of the smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, goodness. And I am looking but forward to checking yeah. out all all the new merch. Well, so yeah. Yeah. If Disney today, they, they have announced a sneak peek of all of the merchandise that's going to be available for the 40th. Today is mm-hmm. of as in today's day of recording. So by the time you hear this, you will be able to. It will be sold out probably by the time you hear this. So we'll send anyone who's in the park today. We'll send you a shopping list. To Grab it, me. yeah. There is no mention of right. a popcorn bucket, so... Oh, <laughs> that's unusual. Not, not yet, anyway. No. There'll be, be, be Figment with a big 40 on his head or something, just, yeah. to, <laughs> just to recreate the, recreate the, the like one of the 2001. <laughs> Spaceship Earth popcorn bucket with a one yeah. on the side. Yeah, <laughs> now, we're, now we're talking. That's yeah. It. Hey, they'd do it in Tokyo. Yeah, they yeah. would do it in Tokyo, yeah. 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 So I think it is time to wish a happy 40th birthday to Epcot. Let's raise a toast and, of course, some cake to a park like no other. Happy birthday, Epcot. Happy birthday, Epcot. Happy birthday, Epcot. Happy birthday, Epcot. Here's to another 40 years. And if anyone gets the reference from Guardians of the Galaxy, cake toast is the best. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you guys who are watching, listening? Are you an Epcot fan? Are you an Epcotter? An Epcotian? Citizen of Epcot? Epcotian. Epcotian. We would love you to share your memories of the last 40 years. Share them with us. Drop us a message. 
to waffleon at gbmickeywaffle.com or share some photos in the Waffler's Arms. Talk about your memories of your first trip. All the photos um, of you yeah. when you've gone around World Showcase trying on the hats. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> who, who hasn't done that? <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. There's some rare on the small child. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's got to happen. Rubbing the lamps in Morocco. Yeah. I beg your pardon. That's <laughs> <laughs> doing a bit of belly dancing. Peter's going all Aladdin on us. Yeah. Yeah. So do share us, share with us your memories as well. And, uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I can't wait for our next visit there. So I think with that, there is only one thing to say. Waffle on. Waffle on. Waffle on. Waffle on. Waffle on. Waffle on. Waffle on.